as the Sultan, son of Muhammad, brother of the sun and moon, grandson and viceroy of God, ruler of the kingdoms of Macedonia, Babylon, Jerusalem, Upper and Lower Egypt, emperor of emperors, sovereign of sovereigns, extraordinary knight never defeated, steadfast guardian of the tomb of Jesus Christ, trustee chosen by God himself, the hope and comfort of Muslims, confounder and the great defender of Christians. I command you, the Zaporizhian Cossacks, to submit to me voluntarily and without resistance and to desist from troubling me with your attacks. Thou art the Turkish imp, the damned devil's brother and friend, and a secretary to Lucifer himself. What the devil kind of knight are you who could not slay a hedgehog with your naked ass? The devil shits and your army eats. Thou son of a bitch, you will never ever make subjects of Christian sons. We have no fear of your army. By land and by sea, we battle thee. So, the Zaporizhians declare you a lowlife. Thou will not even be herding Christian pigs. Pig snout, mare's ass, slaughterhouse cur, unchristian brow, screw thine own mother. Now we shall conclude, for we don't know the date and don't have a calendar. The moon's in the sky, the year's in the book, the day is the same here as it is over there, so kiss our ass. You're listening to The Kip Podcast. My name's Seb. And my name is Jake. And that was a letter between Mehmed IV, the Sultan of the Ottoman Empire, and the Zaporizhian Cossacks all the way back in the 17th century. The Zaporizhian Cossacks, of course, were these sort of semi-nomadic, wild horsemen that ruled the southern steppes of Russia and Ukraine. They're, They're kind of like white Christian Mongols that are attacking the Ottoman Empire, which is, you know, expanding all over the place. Sultan Mehmed sends them a cease and desist letter. He says, stop harassing my empire. I'm trying to control this area of southern Russia, and you guys keep ruining the party. They're hijacking it. So he sends them a cease and desist letter, and, well, what I read was the Cossacks' rather vulgar reply. Positively Shakespearean, I would call it. Mm. But most importantly is the mention, of course, of the hedgehog which is the namesake of this entire podcast, the Kipod cast, which of course means hedgehog in Hebrew. Uh, Kipod, not cast, not podcast. But uh, the point being, we named the podcast after the hedgehog because this wonderful little creature has seen it all. It has travelled empire after empire, witnessing everything in its path. And particularly because we came across the Kipod uh, when you and I travelled through Israel and Palestine... Uh, and we stayed with a girl who was doing military service um, and they realised that she was a delicate petal, <laughs> could not handle any type of um, military training, um, aggression or, or whatever. So they put her in the uh, hedgehog brigade, which means she had to look after wild hedgehogs at a little zoo. In a little uh, conservation zoo, yeah, they were... I think it was a breeding program. I don't know. She looked after baby hedgehogs yeah. for her military service. It was and great. We met her in the Holy Land and she invited us in to meet the little cuties and it was unbelievable in this beautiful historic desert setting to see these tiny little vassals of history as we've now latched onto them, which is why we came up with this rambling intro of trying to make the hedgehog relevant in a historical rambling context and which we have now successfully done so we can move on from that. 
Well, those letters between the Sultan and the, the Cossacks is my favorite uh, reference to hedgehogs in history. And it's one of many. But look, basically, we sort of think that this whole land that we, we focus on, and this podcast isn't just about the Holy Land, but <laughs> this stretch of land between Syria and Egypt that some people call Israel, some people call the occupied Palestinian territories, other people call it the Holy Land, is probably the most sought-after, contested, bloody, violent, and most conquered piece of land in all of world history. And only reiterates the importance of the hedgehog in world history, throughout history, from day dot, I'm assuming, hedgehogs crawled out of the soup. And to make my point about it being the most conquered piece of land ever, can I just read you my list of historical conquerors of the area known as Israel-Palestine? Please do. I imagine I'll know a good swathe of them. (laughs) So these are the people that have occupied this stretch of land since the beginning. The Canaanites, the kings of Judah, David, the Babylonians, the Persians, the Macedonians, the Maccabees, the Romans, the Herods, Jesus Christ, the Byzantines, the Umayyads, the Abbasids, the Fatimids, the Leper King, the Crusaders, Saladin, the Mamluks, the Ottomans, and the British. So the Kippod would have seen all of this and more. And that's not an exhaustive list, by the way, either. That's not everyone. And I notice it ends at the British, which we will end it there for <laughs> obvious sort of problematic reasons. Uh, so we don't get dragged into a lengthier conversation than we have time for. But A, does Jesus really count? I guess he does. He never ruled, though, did he? He he got crucified for... Crucifixion was a punishment for rebellion and insurrection. So he th- overthrew one empire. Did he rule another? We don't know. <sighs> B, who's the leper king? To be continued. We need to get into this quick smart. But a resounding list. Uh, comprehensive, mm. some would say. Well, it is comprehensive because uh, it's a list. So this is our attempt at recording the things we talk about on a daily basis, which turned out to be a lot harder than we thought it would be, which maybe we were just naive little hedgehogs there. But it was also fun. So this is us rambling, completely sort of unsolicited opinions on very obscure topics. Mm, Both ill-advised and ill-informed. And ill-received, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, So enjoy. Seb, yeah. you literally less than a minute ago described this podcast as Encyclopedia Britannica meets Tintin. Yeah, I think that's... Ex- I see this podcast kind of as a Tintin book, like rife with historical inaccuracies, yet at the same time... Incredibly problematic. We can talk about that later, but <laughs> a wild adventure into, you know, areas of the world, corners unexplored, you know, unreported uncovered wild mayhem yet historically sort of there but mm. then we just take it off in a wild direction historically i guess probably similar to the tintin novels someone's had a glance yeah they had a glance at a painting or a, an interesting image or a sort of short short history brochure <laughs> and then elaborated <laughs> on it with their own opinions but you know in a fun adventurous way yeah yeah yeah, I see the podcast as a Tintin comic being mixed in with Encyclopedia Britannica. Like you're sitting on like the Orient Express 
flicking through Tintin, then you go, okay, let me just check that in Cycle of Britannica. I want to, <laughs> I want to know more. And we sit somewhere in the middle of that in terms of historical accuracy and just general information. It's like a copy of a Tintin got lodged into the Encyclopedia Britannica press and they yeah. printed a few comic strips over the top of the encyclopedia, making both barely readable, but it's all in there. Well, and this is like, it's, I spent an inordinate, inordinate amount of time on Google Maps because that way I can travel without leaving the confines of my office space or my home. But, you know, while you're on there, you like you look up all these crazy places and you're there and this. And then once every year or two years when you save up enough money, you can actually go do that mm. trip and travel. So this podcast is like that in between. We go there, we uncover what we think it is in our minds. And yeah. Yeah. And we <laughs> we try our best to uphold what it is in our minds when we're actually on the ground. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's our traveling. It's both reminiscent and exploring anew mm. from the comfort of our own sweet little homes isn't and it's just like we read we read very in depth we read the whole history of the topic we're about to talk about but only pick out the absolute most exciting rambunctious and outrageous parts without any background or follow-up yeah and they're often the parts that can't be verified can't really be explored (laughs) they're just opinion on something bizarre and silly that usually involves some sort of duck or a donkey or a strange strange man so it's generally our opinion on a on an opinion about a historical inaccuracy. And my opinions are vague the best of times as well. <laughs> it's more a reaction to something rather than actually holding an opinion. It's more like we 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 catch headlines and explore from there is basically. We're pretty much learning as we're doing the podcast. You'll hear us like figuring stuff out and then putting dots together and just going fucking wild. <laughs> 